Welcome back to A Potentos of Three. My name is Kathy. I'm Linda. And I'm Jazz. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And we're here to bring you your weekly dose. So is- let's let's make this a little more educational, okay? Um, did you guys know? Actually, how much of the U.S. population do you think is um, identifies as LGBTQ+. What do you think? Well, shit, nowadays, mm. 80%. <laughs> California, probably. Yeah. yeah. No, it's actually not as high, but it's it's been it's higher now. Um, so I think it's like 7.1 to 8% in the U.S. population. And this got me thinking. I've never really heard about LGBTQ plus like curricula in like nursing school. I don't know if they offer it for you guys or for med school. Do they offer it for you guys? Yes. Well, for us, um, well, they didn't offer like a whole curriculum, but it was, I forgot what class it was, but they, we have to sign up. Well, my group, we signed up for something called gender spectrum conference in that conference. Um, Basically talked about stuff in healthcare. Got it. How, how long was that conference? It was a three-day conference. Oh, three days. Oh, it, it was long as hell. But I learned, no, a, actually, I learned a lot. Did you? Okay, actually what? <laughs> well, because I was going to say that's a lot because, you know, I was doing, I was reading um, my little nerd self and apparently like for med school, it's it's very, very limited. Like the average that I, I was reading from like a 2011 um uh, like research paper or something only like the average is five hours a Whoa. five hour like like the whole yep. like total yep that explains oh, a wow. lot yep oh wow I was that's actually, nothing right yeah that's yeah, nothing no. at all no and honestly like no I was like kind of joking but that conference actually taught me a lot because you don't like I because I'm I don't identify as lgbtq plus so i don't understand how it it affects same same and i have friends and stuff who are lgbtq plus but i even still struggle with like am i saying something that's going to offend them um yes you know i i i I yeah and that's what i struggle the most too because i don't want to offend anybody like it's true love is love i respect everybody like you know exactly so i always uh, it was a story that i had and i hated it because uh i had the simulation and then when they give us like okay this is your patient his name is john and he's with his wife oh it's not mr jones well so she violated hipaa i know i know know it's a simulation it wasn't a real patient i'm just like but you know so i was like shit okay so that's my patient I'm, i'm like ready to go I go in there, and in my fucking head, John was a man. And then I come in, and it was like, oh, it's a woman. And then I keep saying she like a dumbass. And his wife was like, no, it's not a she. So he, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. And then that got me even more nervous because I'm already nervous because it's a simulation. People are watching me. I'm being graded. Uh-huh. I have all these, like, uh, people in the room because the 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 wife was agitated because of what they, what they were going through and I had to calm them down but then now I have to calm myself down because I just called her a she and I don't I didn't mean to call her a she <laughs> yeah now you're really going but, down yeah. spiraling but to be honest that's amazing that they did that to you because it's not a real person and had that been a real person I think you would have felt even more scared and upset and you needed that you needed to experience being uncomfortable yeah and I love that. And I had another simulation just, I say, a week ago. And it was in labor and delivery. And then they always put us in these positions where it's like, it's not your ideal or like, you're, like you know, the, the couple that you've always been taught 
like when you were raised that it's like women and men it's like they put us in like man woman and woman and we've got to be exposed to that because in real life you know like it's going to be that way mm-hmm. yeah, exactly so i it is it, like i get mad because i again i don't want to offend anybody i don't get mad because i'm putting the situation i get mad because i'm like fuck i didn't like i did what i didn't mean like didn't want to do and this not you're not a bad person for thinking thinking that because i feel like i'm on the same boat with you but then what makes you different is that you're actually considering them. It's like, you know, I don't want to offend offend anyone. So you like kind of overanalyze what you say and that kind of fucks you up because mm-hmm. that's what I do too. I'm like, oh shit, blah, blah, blah. But at least you're trying. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to make those changes and refer to um, that person the way they want to be referred to. Because you can be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't have to, I see you as a man. So I'm going to refer to you as a man instead of a she or whatever the situation might be mm-hmm. and also it's probably different too because like in the simulation are they are the, is they're not talking right they're actors they're oh yeah, they're they have, actors. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> tell me yeah. why i thought you were talking about a mannequin no they're actors girl. they they're having a whole oh. conversation with you oh gotcha they'd be good too yeah gotcha and they're gotcha. students i was like y'all should have just did an acting career but you know what you learn yeah <laughs> right <laughs> if this doesn't pan out you already know what <laughs> but i mean something you could probably take from that is like okay when someone when i come in like maybe it doesn't matter who it is just be asking like oh what pronouns do you use you know yeah i'm from them on even when i'm in clinical so I'm, i always ask them like so what are your pronouns and then i try my best because again english is not my first language so then i got i get confused oh so I'm like, i bet okay i'm gonna try my best you know but i always try my best and then i always say like i'm sorry if i messed up or you know i and that's what and, they appreciate yeah and that's all sometimes yeah. that's a good start you know exactly that's all you need that start and for me, I feel like going back to the gender spectrum conference that I, I attended. So it, there's like a bunch of people that a different a bunch of different topics that's going to be discussed. And then me as a student, like I went to like sign up for which discussion I wanted to attend. So I did one on shut up. I forgot the actual name, but it was like one of just uh, talking about being accepted in like family, and then another one of. Um, just like going to hospital and in clinics, how that it affects them. And then one of like actually going through the transition process. Mm-hmm. So I was able to see the images and everything. I was like, oh, wow. But anyway, so going back to the clinic, clinic things, I didn't realize how, how I didn't realize how much I didn't know because there was a one speaker. She was talking about how she would go to a clinic. And so she was a um, male, female. Okay. So when you go to a clinic, you know, you check in, you give them like your name, your ID and stuff, but her ID had um, her original like male name. And like in the clinic, it's like they kept referring to her as like the the male name. And she was like, that made her feel so uncomfortable. Oh, I'm like, yeah. me as a provider, like I didn't even think of that. Like Because to be honest, that put her on blast in front of everybody, everybody. in the clinic. Yeah. And I've yeah. never realized that because I'm not affected by that personally. I don't care how I check in. But even when she was filling out the paperwork, she was like, damn, they didn't give me, um, like, a, it wasn't a section that said, I don't know if it changed now, but a section that made her, like, what she identifies as. Uh, so that just made me be more aware of, like, when I'm in clinics, um, to just try to make it more... 
like inclusive. diverse, inclusive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like for me, you know, I don't know much about like the community. I mean, I do have friends, but you know, I feel like you only get like limited knowledge from that. Um, and so for me, I feel like after reading this, I saw like the big disparities in healthcare that this community, you know, suffers given that like there's not much education and there's a good amount of population that are not probably receiving the care that they deserve or need. And so for me, this really opened my eyes into when I do look for medical schools, I do want to look for, you know, a medical school that offers um, LGBTQ plus curricula, you know, because I'm not going to be ready to serve this population if I don't know anything. So that's very important for me. Yeah, but then also you only saw the population here in the United States. Imagine in third world countries when they are like very looked down upon oh, and yeah. they're very abused and there's so much like homophobia and, in other countries. And honestly, it's not just under other country. The U.S. has very oh, home. Yes, yes, it's just California. Yes. We're lucky to live in California yeah. where everything is like accepting in a way because, mm-hmm. you know. California. Oh, oh, yeah. And actually, when I was reading, um, a lot of the medical schools didn't offer the curricula. And it was basically based off of like policies within in state exactly. or like just because it wasn't based off of the beliefs of, you know, like that state. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say for you. I was like, especially if you're applying in California, you may have a little more leeway into finding a school that may be more diverse in that sense. But yeah. any other states, like, girl, good luck. But that just makes me sad because it's like, okay. I'm I'm a person who I can maybe like figure out I can pick and choose right like what school I want but like limited it's limited and also it's like sometimes you have to go where like you get accepted right exactly and they don't offer that and that means that uh, not just me but a whole bunch of other prospective physicians will not be getting that training. Mm-hmm. And that's worrisome. Yeah. Because if you go into a hospital and a patient from the community is coming to you for help, and what happens if you don't offer the help that they need? What it, What's going to happen to the patient? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's another reason why it's important, regardless of what it is, it's a, important to do your own research and do that self-taught. So because it's there are going to be a lot of limitations, mm-hmm. but you know, we have to take that initiative and in, like teaching ourselves it. That's why I feel like the gender spectrum conference that I attended, it's like a yearly thing where anyone, you don't even have to be a student. You can just be a mother that may be going through with her children. You can literally sign up for this conference and they literally educate you on a lot of things. I love that. I'm, I'm going to look into that. And that's, that is amazing. Of course, it's amazing that I can do my own research and I will. Mm-hmm. But it just made me think about all the other people who probably won't do the research, who are not thinking about these things, who don't see this as an issue. That's what that's my mind is thinking more like that. Yeah. And I can see that. And honestly, um, not to group everyone, but those people, it's probably not going to see it regardless. Yeah. Um, uh, But it, it is I can see where it can get uncomfortable with having these conversations, especially when you don't you're not within that community yourself. But at the end of the day especially when you're a provider, like it's not about you. You need to like put yourself on the back burner and like provide the care that they deserve Mm -hmm. uh, because that's, you owe that. Definitely. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I experienced this in clinical. I was at a place at a hospital and mind you, it's around COVID, even though 
were we still in a pandemic? I want to say we were still considered in a pandemic, but at this point, people got COVID. It's like just COVID at uh-huh. this point. And I, I experienced this because it was um, a female. She was admitted, but she was male to females, meaning like she transitioned transitioned to a female. And because of COVID, uh, a lot of the uh, there was a lot of COVID rooms, so they couldn't group them together. So they were limited on room spaces. And when you're, it doesn't matter if you're transgender you have you'll be placed with the gender that you were born with so this uh, girl uh, she was like kind of upset she was like you know I don't feel comfortable with being in this room I would like my own room but the hospital that I was uh, doing my clinicals at they were limited on room she couldn't have her own room because there was no extra room so she was kind of forced to room with uh, another male and honestly and same with the other female like uh, they don't want to be room with a transgender person because that makes them uncomfortable. So it's, it's hard. It's hard. There's like a hard it's line hard. for both. For both. Yeah. And so, so that's what hospitals have trouble with because even a lot of things comes down to money. Um, a lot of hospitals, they don't have the funding to kind of um, give everyone what they need. Like, mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic, like they had to make these sacrifices. Yeah. So I like, I kind of felt bad because like, damn, she and she was young. She was like twenty one, so mm-hmm. even more. So it's like, damn, she's being roomed with a male, but she's identifying as female. So I was like, damn. And even then, I didn't think about that situation yeah. until I was placed in it. I was like, damn, I didn't realize it. Like, what do you do with people who yeah. has transgendered when they're trans transition? Like, what do you? Where do you place? It's hard because you want to make everyone feel comfortable, and it's kind of hard to do that especially with limited resources, mm-hmm. especially during COVID because COVID was bad. Yeah. So bad. So bad. Especially with the lack of education. I feel like there's a lack of education on like, we were talking about like Gen Z. They they got it down. Gen Z, like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Millennials, but, we're good. But, like even, we're good. but I feel like we're lacking. We're not. You know what I'm saying? Not the baby boomers or oh, whatever no. ones, other people. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like and we need it more. Yeah, education. education is definitely important. Some people you can give them all the education, they still won't won't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. Because I've come across people like that in my life, and even in the hospital with this situation with the the female patient that was trans, she transitioned. Like the nurses was talking about, like little laughing and saying, like, "Oh yeah, you know he, what? He, he like you he wants what? to become like yeah, he blah blah blah." I'm not gonna lie. No, I was trying to think of like I've I've seen that I had a patient who was transgender. And I believe they, um, it was male to female, um, and they had to use the restroom. And um, there was a female and a male restroom. And I let them go to the. I let her go to the female restroom. And I guess someone that worked there was telling her and me, uh, "No, there's a male restroom." And I said, "No." she can go to the you know female restroom she's like well someone's in there and i'm like it's fine we can wait you know um and then that staff member kept referring to my patient as a he and i kept having to like correct her it didn't matter how much i corrected her um she continued to call my patient who was your patient Sorry? Where was your patient? When she- right there. Literally oh, right wow. there. Oh, wow. That's so rude. That's yeah, so insensitive. I agree. I was like, I can't believe I'm witnessing this after I've even, I was like, oh, maybe like, I don't know, maybe 
I don't know. Like, I just was like, I don't know. Maybe they don't get it. And so I was like, maybe if I correct them, they'll like, no, real- it'll click. Or they'll realize or it'll click. But even after I correct them like four times, they continued to do refer that. to their to her as a sh- him yeah, as a yeah yeah okay for the so i don't know was the restrooms were they like a, a lot of stalls no or? single stall so i just oh, okay I was that like, makes sense why you're like yeah you can just go to that one yeah then. i was like i didn't see a problem i was like this person identifies as a female they should be able to use a female restroom if it's not gonna bother any like if it's not gonna make anyone uncomfortable or anything like i don't i just didn't see the issue exactly you know but yeah that was that was crazy it's crazy that's honestly that stuff happens a lot i don't know what to do for it to get better i feel like it is changing slowly i get it but i thought it happened behind closed doors not in front of the patient yeah exactly you know i felt bad and the fact that the person was making it such a big deal, like, oh, my God, like, it's just a bathroom. It's a bathroom, exactly. And there's no more stalls. So what's the issue? Yeah, I agree. How did your patient take it? My patient was quiet. My patient didn't oh, say anything. Honestly, I, she's probably used to it. I know. It's sad. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I In that moment, I felt like I should have said something, like, more other than kept, keep correcting them. I felt like I should have, excuse me. This person, you know, identifies as female if you could. And I didn't. But I think now that I'm thinking about it, that's probably something that I want to change in the future. Yeah. Okay. I know. Don't come for me, people. Because I know this is another big issue is being when you're passing or not passing. Did your patient look like a woman? And or did the patient just refer to herself as a, male, a female? Because I know for some people are like, oh, you don't look like a woman so i'm not gonna refer to you got as a woman. you so was it confusing for like the nurses um yes and no like i think the, the mannerisms the clothes like the hair you know all women all women okay yeah that, never just, mind no excuses the, yeah it just the, um i think the patient had like some facial, facial hair, hair. And it was like shaven, but you could still see the facial hair. So okay. I think that's maybe what caused um, the staff to refer to my patient as a male. Staff member was trying to make a situation bigger than it really was. Yeah. And just make that. She was trying to make a point. He or she was trying to make a point to make that person feel uncomfortable. I I kind of agree yeah, with that's you what I because think I it. kept saying he. Yeah. And trust sorry, me, I, she's, sorry. I kept saying she and they kept saying he. Yeah. And she's not crazy. She knew exactly what she was I doing. Agree. It was more so like, oh, I'm going to prove my point mm-hmm. and let you know you are not a she. You're a he. And I'm going to. It gonna... pissed me off. They were like, oh, she. What is she? Or is it he? And I was like, okay, I completely get not knowing but the tone of voice is unnecessary like no you're just making fun condescending yeah Yeah. you know like how would you feel if that was your kid how would you feel if that was you like that's some messed up shit and that's one thing i don't get and i feel like i would never get it's like i can understand someone not agreeing what the next person is doing they 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 don't believe in lgbtq plus but just leave it at that leave it at that it's none of your business it's not your life it's not affecting you so why do you care so damn much it's Mm -hmm. like what you the, the best thing you can do is like mind your own business. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like yeah. why does it hurt you so much? I have no idea. I don't I'm still I'm trying to still figure it out too. Same. I don't get it. From my experience, what I've learned is that some people that are like the most homophobic 
is because they're in the closet themselves. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> they go out of their way doing the most. It's like, why are you wasting that much energy on on someone that you say that you're against and don't care about? Like, you're doing a little bit too much. It's, so It's very unnecessary. <laughs> very much so unnecessary. So, yeah, so I feel like I do agree with you guys. In healthcare, we need to be more uh, taught about this topic so we can be more diverse and like be diverse respect people care. make people feel comfortable make people feel accepted have empathy mm-hmm. that's a big thing and honestly it takes baby step because i feel like there has a a lot has changed like from our parents growing up to us there's a lot with the gender bathrooms mm-hmm. um, and so you know people are pushing for change which yeah. is good because uh, it's what's needed. Yeah, and then I was also reading, like, some ways, you know, little ways to, like, make people feel comfortable is, like, even having a poster of, like, that you was, don't need that to have a female about. and a male on a poster. You can do something different. You can do something that's actually, like, what you're seeing in the community, you know? Yes. Just that diversify. Yeah. Um, and also, there's someone out there who's listening to our podcast who identifies as LGBTQ+. We would love for you to come on the podcast and tell your story. Like, tell us how providers can help more in general, even how we should speak on the conversation. Yes. Or you can speak on the conversation. Because honestly... I don't know much to say, mm-hmm. um, except like I'm accepting of any any and everyone. And even if I don't agree with something, I'm still going to, it's my duty to still provide that care and put my emotions yeah. and, and stuff even, to the side. And even ways that like us as future healthcare providers can, what can we do to make mm-hmm. the environment be more inclusive and, exactly. and not feel the way that you that people have made you felt or healthcare workers have made you felt yeah because it's it's a big like when i I attended that gender spectrum conference everybody i literally i think it's called gender gender spectrum look it up online it made me realize a lot that i wasn't even aware of i was like damn like this really happens like dang and i love that they actually had parents talk about their children like they as a parent starting off with not accepting their child and just have the world just beat them up and them learning. It's like, damn, the world is already against them. Let me learn how to love them more and, and actually help them throughout this journey. Aww. So I was like, it's, it's needed. Cause it's. Yeah. It's, yeah. I yeah. couldn't imagine like dealing with the world and your parent, like the one person who's supposed to have your back. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of them run away from home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, so we know this episode is short. If there is anything else that you want to talk about um, relating to this topic, don't forget to let us know that you want to talk about it. Honestly, yes, this episode is very, very short. And and that's because um, we need to educate ourselves more on it and not just like email us, like definitely email us. But I would love, like I said earlier, like I would love for someone to come on the show and talk about it. Like, yes, we want to know your experiences, what you've been through, what you see needs to change. Because I know from an outsider looking in, like I know there's a lot that needs to be changed. I only got like a little taste of it. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like, it's not, it's not all, it's not where it should be. It's slowly moving. But like we said, we need to learn more. Yeah, and maybe we can do this um, that that seminar you were talking about. Yeah, together. everybody try to check it yeah. out. Seminar is important, so don't forget to email us at a potent dose of three at gmail dot com with those questions or more topics on on topics on life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just topics on it. Just any topics. It doesn't matter if you have a topic. 
email it. If you us. want to be a guest, email, email us. us. Yes. You want to tell your story, email us. You want blah, 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 email Just you. email us. <laughs> For real. We're struggling over here, as you can see, guys. And also, don't forget to follow us at Instagram at, at a potent dose of three. And also, you can follow my personal Instagram at Linda, Linda the FNP. Peace. To the next episode. See Happy you later. Happy Pride Bye. Month. Mofo. Whoa, whoa, whoa.